Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week five, day five of our study of Esther. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Esther 5, 13 through 14. Well, welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Lord, would you open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word has to say to us, God? Speak to us and fill our hearts with the knowledge of you today, God. We want to encounter you through your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Esther 5, starting in verse 13. But all this gives me no satisfaction as long as I see that Jew Mordecai sitting at the king's gate. I wanted to reiterate that verse right there because Haman has told all of his family and friends, he's gathered them all together to brag about how he went to a, a banquet with Esther and the king and he's got this vast wealth and a big family and and he's just blessed on all fronts. But seeing Mordecai makes him so angry he can't enjoy anything. He doesn't care about any of that. I mean, imagine being a family. He's like, well, well, thanks, dad. You care more about Mordecai than you do me, you know, anyway. (laughs) So he's so angry. So he tells all of them this. Verse 14, his wife Zeresh and all of his friends said to him, have a pole set up reaching to a height of 50 cubits and ask the king in the morning to have Mordecai impaled on it. Then go with the king to the banquet and enjoy yourself. This suggestion delighted Haman, and he had the pole set up. All right, so we're going to discuss this a little bit more, but almost every other translation says that he has a gallows built. Um, Both ways were maybe used at that time period, this is another one of those things where I believe the NIV, and and from my understanding of this, this is actually a, a difficult thing to, to translate these kinds of things, but I think it's one of those places where the NIV is making a little bit of um, <clears throat> calculated more than translation, is that the secular history for the Persians doesn't really have a lot of hanging going on. They impaled people. Um, You would build this really tall, maybe, you know, I mean, if it's going to be 50 cubits high, that's really tall. This is like 75 feet tall, something like that. That would be a huge gallows. I mean, the whole point of it being that tall is so that everyone can see the body hanging there one way or another, if it's, if it's hanging or if it's someone impaled on him, it is a terrible way to die either way, but no matter what, it's built that high so that everyone walking around can see Mordecai's lifeless body, it's ashen and lifeless body hanging way up there in the air. Whether it's a, you know, impaling pole or a gallows, he wants everyone to see it. Now, <clears throat> to build something that tall, that quickly, like he's basically going to say, do it now, like tonight and have it done by tomorrow. I'm going to hang him on this. Or I'm going to impale him on this tomorrow. To build something that tall, that's a that's a big order. That's a really, really big order. And so as they say in construction, you can have it fast, you can have it good, or you can have it cheap. And you only get to choose two. <laughs> and that's if 
you've got a really good contractor. Uh, he wants it fast and he wants it good. Uh, so this is not going to be cheap. He's going to just throw a whole bunch of people on this, but he's got a lot of money and he's got access to all of the kingdom's wealth right now with the King's signet ring. And so they're going to build this thing, whether it's a gallows or it's a pike, they're going to build this thing virtually overnight. It almost seems like he's saying like work on this all night long until you're done because it's going to be done the next day. This is a huge feat to engineer and construct this, this thing. Maybe it was normal for them to build things that big and they already had a prepackaged design for this, but you can't build something 75 feet that you're going to hang a human body off of and expect it to stay up without some, some serious engineering and considerations going into this. And if it is a gallows, that's even a bigger structure, right? To be able to have this platform and this thing that's got this cantilevered arm sticking out where you can hang a person off of it. All of this is very challenging to get it built that fast, but he's going to do it. So he's like, I'm going to spend some money on this. Do it now. I'm hanging him tomorrow. I'm impaling him tomorrow. We're doing this tomorrow. That's some serious money being spent. That's some serious effort. That's some serious hatred to build it that tall, right? I mean, he could have said, just go and build a gallows, build a pike. We'll do it out in front of my house. We'll do it in city square, right? It could have been five, 10 feet tall, whatever it needs to be. And it can be five feet tall if it's, it can be five feet tall if you're impaling on a pike. It can be five feet if it's a, a gallows, but even still, you can do something pretty makeshift pretty fast, but he wants, he wants to make a statement with this. So he's spending money. He's having this thing engineered quickly, right? You got the, the military engineers on this so they can make it good and they can make it fast. And he wants to show it off to everybody. So by sometime the next day, everyone's going to see, oh, there's a hanging going down or there's someone getting impaled because they can all see this thing going up and then they see the height of it. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. And everyone around is going to see it. But again, I love the way things are going to turn on a dime starting in our next verse in chapter six. Because the Lord's got plans. And when the Lord's got plans, stuff goes down like it's about to go down in this book. The timing, the the coincidence, serendipity, whatever you want to call it, the Lord is using here. It is phenomenal. Every time I read this book, I am blown away by how the Lord can do stuff that we have no idea that it's coming because it's going to be amazing what the Lord's about to do. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.